0: Now Nintendo is suing other developers. Great. So May 30th, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, looks like Kick has started to pick up a little momentum, and Naughty Dog has delayed The Last of Us multiplayer. (music) Last Friday, Dolphin, the open-source GameCube Wii emulator, announced they were releasing on Steam over the weekend. However, in typical Nintendo fashion, shortly after the announcement, legal action was filed with Valve receiving a warning shot from Nintendo lawyers about the potential Digital Millennium Copyright Act violation Dolphin's creators were about to commit. Nintendo's lawyers argued that Dolphin specifically violates anti-circumvention and anti-trafficking provisions within the DMCA. Valve, in response to this, voluntarily removed the Dolphin Steam page, which means without Nintendo actually filing a DMCA takedown notice, the Dolphin team doesn't have much legal recourse to get it back on Steam. The only real option the Dolphin developers have is to appeal directly to Valve, though given what's at stake, I doubt Dolphin or Valve really want to go down that road, because legal action with Nintendo could go two ways. The first would be that Nintendo wins the DMCA lawsuit and further erodes emulation, which has been under attack for decades, or the Dolphin devs win and emulation software is further vindicated. However, with Valve specifically stepping in to take Nintendo's legal option away, it allows Dolphin devs to still operate within their gray area where the Dolphin emulator is still available on things like GitHub and other software repositories. Dolphin just won't be available on Steam, which sucks, but this is probably the best outcome, given how bloodthirsty Nintendo has become regarding emulation and modding. And Stream Elements and Rainmaker.gg released their April State of the Stream report. This time around, we got a deep dive into kick.com Kick has been steadily gaining viewership over the last four months, with January hitting 12.8 million hours and rising all the way to 51.9 million hours watched in April. Compared to Twitch, though, Kick is still a small-time player. Twitch amassed 1.72 billion hours watched in April, which is a four percent decrease from March's 1.80 billion hours watched. Kik has started to pick up momentum in active channels, going from 9,000 to 67,000 from January to April. And again, compared to Twitch, Kik has a long way to go. Twitch as of April had 4.67 million active channels. Stream Elements showed us the top five categories for Kick, with Just Chatting, Gambling, Grand Theft Auto Roleplay, Hot Tubs, and Watch Parties filling out the first through fifth places, respectively. As for the top streamers on Kick, all of them are former Twitch streamers. Aiden Ross took the first spot and amassed an alarming 6.25 million hours watched. Trainwrecks TV, Rothstein, Action Man and Destiny also make up the 2nd through 5th places. The State of the Stream report also points out that women haven't cracked the top 10 on KICK yet, with the closest woman, Shadow Savari, coming in at the 22nd on the platform. Overall, KICK.com is making huge leaps and bounds in viewership, despite platforming controversial and problematic streamers. While I welcome competition with Twitch, I can't help but worry about the potential problems Kick.com is introducing into the streaming market. And now with Rumble trying to break away from their right-wing image by signing people like Kai Sinat, iShowSpeed, and as of yesterday Mizkif, the streaming landscape is definitely starting to change. While Sony graced us with a strong showcase last week, one of Sony's premier studios, Naughty Dog, was absent despite having a couple of irons in the proverbial fire, which had fans of the Last of Us series asking questions about the proposed multiplayer project that was teased back in 2019. Since then, we have gotten sparse updates. One in 2021 saying that Naughty Dog is still working on the Last of Us multiplayer project, and one in 2022 where Naughty Dog promised we'd see the actual reveal sometime in 2023. However, we're nearly halfway through 2023 and Naughty Dog has been particularly quiet until now. Over the weekend, Naughty Dog addressed fans' concerns on Twitter, stating that the reason we haven't heard anything about the proposed Last of Us multiplayer game is due to it needing more time. Naughty Dog also confirmed that they are still working on a new, quote, single-player experience, and we'll have more information on that soon. Following this statement, Bloomberg's Jason Schreier released a report shedding light on why Naughty Dog is letting this multiplayer game cook. Schreier sources claim that Sony has tasked Bungie to assess all of Sony's, quote, "...games as a service." Bungie has allegedly raised concerns that The Last of Us multiplayer lacks an ability to keep players engaged, and as a result, Naughty Dog is scaling back the development of the multiplayer project, allowing for Sony to reevaluate the direction of the game. Schreier sources also claim that a good portion of The Last of Us multiplayer devs have been moved on to other projects. Overall, I think Sony and Naughty Dog made the right decision here. The gaming industry is inundated with subpar AAA titles as of late, and pushing out another multiplayer disaster wouldn't be a good idea. However, pulling devs off the project doesn't bode well and could be an early warning that this game is on the road to being cancelled. Right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron pillin You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore R N G. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?